Okay, so on the mind of a football coach podcast today, we have Coach Jason Jackson back on the podcast. It's good to have you, Coach. Thanks for having me back. It's, I think this is number three, so I don't know if I'm in rare air or uh, where we are, but it definitely is fun to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you are in rare air because I don't, I don't know there's many people that have been on three times. And yeah, very good. It's really, really good, man. I, I know people, well, the people on Spotify can see this because uh, there's like a video component, but you have a cool office back there. Oh, this is actually, this is my, um, my wife's doing. This is the loft in our house. Oh, wow. And it's just uh, 29 years of football <laughs> behind me and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the shells, but she did all this. Um, she, she's super. Uh, I mean, that's my number one assistant. I've, said that we just had her banquet last week and definitely uh, talk talk quite a bit about what she does for me and the program and everything but this is one mm-hmm. of those little added benefits that you know she does a, does a great job I, I i had it all and it was kind of there and then she kind of organized it very that very so cool heck yeah man you got those helmets up there that's that's sweet yeah yep, that's uh, uh that's actually uh, I believe that's uh, 50 years of different types of helmets where when I used to coach at Ravenswood, um, oh, started, wow. we had, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was one there, I think when we had our centennial that had the hundred on it, uh, got mm-hmm. one of those. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, uh, it's crazy on our, uh, when the helmets run out uh, over mm-hmm. the years, traditionally, what mm-hmm. we do, we just cut them in half. And then we put them on boards and give them out as awards at the end of the year. I'm still doing that at Eastern. Kids okay. love them. It's a pretty pretty cool thing. And I think Zion, I think they run out eight year. The eighth year, I think, is when mm-hmm. when he runs them out of their reconditioning. Mm-hmm. So we definitely got plenty of helmets to cut in half for awards. That is crazy how that number has diminished. It used to be ten. Right. And I think the national uh like the national spec is still 10 i think that zides with their uh reconditioning i think they actually try to do eight so Mm -hmm. but yeah it's you know when i got to eastern we we had some helmets that were actually the previous year had been worn uh, Mm um and they were right all at 10 you know i mean i was like oh Mm -hmm. shoot It, it was tough to get that First, like this past year, we had a bunch rotate out. I believe we had to end up buying, I think, 17 helmets. So oh. that was definitely, it was tough, man. It was mm-hmm. it was tough. But we got it done. Our administration supported us, and we had uh, a really good uh, boosters program that we kind of filled in the, you know, the cracks where we needed it. So definitely, uh, <laughs> you don't want to do that every year, you know? <laughs> no, you don't. That's That's one of those things where people say, why do you buy so many helmets? Why do you buy not maybe not so many, but why do you buy helmets every year because of that situation? Right. You don't want to have to replace twenty, and then you're oh my gosh, geez. I, I think a good and, and you know everybody's got their numbers what they want, but usually eight to ten if you can get mm-hmm. that, it's I think it's manageable. You know, I mean eight to ten is manageable, and we'll do the same with shoulder pads. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we when we got there we had to really search the shoulder pads and 
kind of do some some work with that. It wasn't as drastic as the helmets, but uh, mm -hmm. definitely shoulder pads, same deal. You know, they all have a expiration date pretty much. They may look and feel like they're, you know, quality, but you know, the you can sometimes you can see the guys, the warriors when they wear those shoulder pads, man, you can really tell a pair of the shoulder pads that, that need replaced. Yeah. The the guys that are popping those pads, uh, <laughs> we got to replace those suckers or get them re reconditioned or something, you know, cause yeah. oof, that's no good, man. So coach, if you don't mind, please catch people up with where you're at and what you're doing and how you, what's uh, what's going on at Eastern. Uh, 29 years. This was last year was our 29th year. Um, for years I'd been a defensive coordinator, uh, Ravenswood high school in West Virginia. Um, Two years ago, I got hired at Eastern High School, a D7 school uh, in Reedsville, Ohio. Uh, first year, we went nine and three, um, had a really good year. Pretty much when I got hired, uh, just kind of, you know, trying to research and feel out the program and feel out the community. All the feedback I got was you'll be lucky to be five and five. So we definitely would surprise some people not just in the community, but also, you know, in our conference. Uh, of course, Waterford beat us that first year. They won uh, the conference. And but we did a few things that we kind of felt like, you know what, we've got something good going here. Um, kids really trusted us. And the kid, you know, the parents trusted us. That's a huge thing that I realized that the parents were behind us 100%. Um, kind of refreshing usually you know uh, we've all been through this you get on uh you know one of your players and you might get some feedback from a parent they they not they don't like that you know well mm -hmm. with me it's a little opposite at eastern you maybe miss an opportunity to correct a player well, then i've heard it from the parents hey oh make wow sure you get you make sure you get him straightened out you know and it was so refreshing. So the parents mm -hmm. really uh, have really made this program. I mean, they've really got behind what we're trying to do. They see our vision, our mission statement, our vision statement. They believe in it. And, you know, it's it's pretty special. But this mm -hmm. year, uh, we went to the regional championship. Mm -hmm. uh, we were 2 played 14 games, the most in school history, um, won the most games in school history, uh, did some just unbelievable things of most rushing yards in school history. I believe we was right around 5,300 yards rushing. Um, yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. We had uh, nine different kids get meaningful carries. And what I mean by meaningful carries, you know, not in blowouts, basically. Um, we built uh, depth early in the year. We have, uh, I think we have about 113, 115 boys in the school. We had 43 to start the year out. We ended mm -hmm. up with 37. Um, but what we decided to do was build depth. At the beginning of the year, we started out, we had only four players that played both ways. And oh, wow. yeah, it was so amazing. Fortunately for us, it really paid off because we ran into an injury bug about game four mm -hmm. uh, game four we played notre dame uh, portsmouth and we lost both starting running backs in the first quarter mm -hmm. we ended up losing both all three starting linebackers 
never been in that situation uh, in my entire, never seen anything like it. Fortunately, we had a young man come in. He was our, it was our third running back. We knew he was fast, but he was a starting DB and we had been building some depth and uh, he rushed for 300 yards. <laughs> so nice. he rushed. Yeah. Um, and now a linebacker was a different story. We ended up rotating five different guys in just search, you know, our number two twos, you know, you, you know, our depth, uh, we had our Mike, our number two, Mike was also helping out at outside linebacker. Um, mm. and he was a freshman. <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of a tough situation, but we had a couple seniors who just played what we call them bandits in our three, three, um, mm. and they ended up coming in and playing at linebacker. So it, it all worked out, but that building that depth really helped us. Um, super awesome year with our defense. Uh, we actually uh, forced 49 turnovers this year. Oh, my and gosh. Yeah, it was amazing. They, you know, of course, you've talked to me before. We, we live on that. We mm-hmm. teach it every day. We practice it every day. We're always doing some type of, type of turnover circuit. Um, we scored nine defensive touchdowns, and seven yeah. of them were stupid scores. And you know, it's uh, of course a couple a couple of those were blocked punts for scooping scores. So you know, our special teams even you know we our special teams coordinator is also our offensive coordinator Steve Sturm does a tremendous job with our special teams. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I get it. You know, you run out of time a lot of times, but we truly make special teams really a third of our uh, mm-hmm. of our game, a third of our practice. I mean, you know, we plot out our practice and we have you know, different things that we do. And if you add up the minutes and you look at it, special teams is right there, you know, just about a third of the time. So, but yeah, it, I can't say enough about – what is happening there at Eastern with the trust, you know, the trust with the parents and the trust with the kids. We talk about it all the time. The first got to trust themselves. You know, that's Mm. the number one thing. And my message to them when I first met them and it's still every day. I mean, I always talk about it almost all the time is they have the answers. They have the power. They have control Mm. of how successful we are. And, Mm. you know, when, you know, you put that back, towards the, the players, mm-hmm. it really plays out. Like they feel like their their investment is, hey, I've got control of this. I'm the one that's, you know, they're not necessarily, you know, you hate to say they're calling the shots, but they really mm-hmm. are have the power and the control to do what, you know, you've got this goal and you've got this mission statement, you got this vision statement, and, you know, that ultimately mm-hmm. they're the ones you know they're in control of that and so yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's uh been a great two years uh looking forward to we have 18 seniors coming back or i mean mm-hmm. juniors have 18 seniors next year um, mm-hmm. and we have 14 eighth graders coming in that uh that i think they they've only lost uh, three games in two years um, mm-hmm. so the eighth graders have, are a pretty good group they, they've mm-hmm. uh, got a some really good skill kids and uh lineman wise you know we've we've been blessed with just some some really nice size kids um 
we, I think we averaged like it's six foot three for a small school. It's unheard of six, three and about 260 pounds. Of course, one of our freshmen, he ended up having to play center for us this year. Uh, unfortunately, we had a senior lose his senior year from a knee injury. Mm-hmm. That and center, he kind of tips the scales a little bit. He 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 goes about three fifteen, three seventeen, right in there. So oh, wow. great kid, uh, man. He he answered the bell. I'm telling you, man. He getting mm-hmm. thrown in the second scrimmage of the year, and he he played in all fourteen games. So, so mm-hmm. you know, it's for a freshman to come in. And, uh, he kind of we don't have our our center do any. Um, we, well, we've got a few calls in the line, but we don't do anything out of the front with our center. Right. Just a, there's a couple things in our in our front or our, that he takes care of. But uh, but yeah, it's a you know it's a long-winded answer to getting things caught up, but it's definitely been uh, pretty outstanding two years. Coach, this is a podcast. We can talk as long as we want, pretty much until I got to go to work this morning. <laughs> right? Yeah, That's man. beautiful, man. Yeah, I. I a couple of buddies of mine, uh, they listened. Well, this has been a couple of years ago now, but they listened to the first time I came on. And uh, one of them said, of course, I played with them in college. And they're like, you haven't changed. You know what? He said, you could talk for an hours and hours and hours about uh, just whatever. And I just laughed. I said, yeah, Coach Davis said the same thing. He said, man, we could talk for hours. So, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a fun time having. It's a great thing. I, when I got out of that season, you know, we had the banquet and it took, took me a couple of weeks to prepare for that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any chance to really step back and take a breath. Well, last week was that breath. I actually texted you and told you I was listening to some of the podcasts, just trying to catch up, just trying to relax. And uh, mm-hmm. that's what, what you do is a great thing. You know, it's a great thing to hear, hear a lot of coaches from all over the country you know i listened to, i think it was it was either massachusetts or new hampshire i can't remember mm-hmm. what state it was you said you hadn't had anybody talk out of and that coach i love listening to him uh, i think he was running the wing tee and mm-hmm. uh, of course we're a split back offense so some of the things you know, they're doing is similar mm-hmm. to what we're doing love listening mm-hmm. to him yeah coach sanborn was awesome man he's he's from kind of upstate new hampshire he said it's kind of like west virginia there it's rural or you know southeastern ohio just kind of the same type of people same type of kids and that's the kind of people i like to coach personally i don't know that i could ever go back to coaching in a bigger city right there is i tell you you know work ethic you know that that's something that's why I tried to already start to figure out why are we so good right now? Why, why, you know, we scored 534 points. We gave up 190, you know, and it, you try to put your finger on the pulse. What, what is it? And these kids have been raised, right. You know, they're, and again, we're right. You talk about rural, we're, we're right in the middle of farm country. Like they're, mm-hmm. you know, it sits between Athens and then Parkersburg, Athens, Ohio, Parkersburg, West Virginia. Uh, Galapagos is, you know, to the south of us. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's in the middle of nowhere, you know, and they love football. 
and they love to work. And when you get those two things together, I, I'm not, I'm meaning physical work. Like I've got a lot of farm kids, but even the kids that say don't uh, say live on farms and they, they all got like yard businesses and they've all got like firewood businesses. And, you know, it's just amazing to see that in that, you know, that area, what you can get out of the kids. And that's one of the reasons why we're good is they, they like to hit, they like to get after it. Mm. Uh, we're actually clipping up some of our films right now. Um, of course, power football. That's, that's what we, I mean, you know, when you rush for that many yards, you're definitely, you got to have something that you're, you're powerful mm. with. We pass for just a shade under 800 yards. Everybody knows what we're going to do, but you know, when you've got, you know, you've got every kid on the team is blocking. Like for example, we pushed the sled, we figured it out. We pushed the sled 2.5 miles this year. We, oh my gosh. Hit the, we hit the sled four days a week. Okay. On Mondays, we take out helmets and shoulder pads. We're not light day on, we are a light day on Thursday, but we still take out helmets and shoulder pads. Free practice is a blocking and tackling circuit. We block and tackle every single day. Um, and it's, I mean, it's not high impact tackling. Okay. We're mm -hmm. a lot of tools, you know, we, in fact, um, I came up, I use, I use truck inner tubes, like the, the semi inner tubes. That's the type okay. of tubes we tackle. And, uh, and one of the reasons why we do it, it's, it's quicker. You know, we've got the big tackling round. Mm -hmm. The It's heavy. It's, what is it, 50 pounds, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's hard to get a lot of kids through it in, in a short amount of time. So we use uh, the, the inner tubes and they're easy to, to move and they're easy to grab. And, they're, you know, you, you, we hawk tackle that thing. Uh, and it, anyway, uh, how did we figure out about to hit the sled every day? Again, back to my theme to the kid they've got control they've got the power they've got the answers and i asked them when this season before it started we didn't do that last year mm -hmm. um I said, i've got this idea but i want to know what you guys think we can hit mm -hmm. the sled on tuesday and wednesday or we can come out we can hit it on monday and uh our senior we have, we have a, our captains and then we have our uh leadership council they got together and they said coach we want to hit it four days a week. And I said, four days a week. Yeah. On, on Thursday, we want to, we want to do something that nobody else does. I was like, Hey, let's take, let's go, let's run with it. Let's try it out for a week. So we came into week two and I said on Monday, I said, what do you guys think? Do you still want to hit the sled? And of course, week one, we won 55 to 14, I think. Mm -hmm. And they're like percent. We started it. That's what we want to do. So four days a week, you know, we go out, we hit the sled, we do our tackling circuit. And it's, it's the toughness thing, man. It's, mm -hmm. you know, when you watch your film and you see defenders going five yards through the air, I, you can't replace that. You can't, mm -hmm. it, I, I feel like that's something that's not being coached in football today is, is toughness, physical, just dominance. Uh, being violent. I've said it before. I think mm. the direction of football, what what football was built on, it's a violent sport. It's a mm. it's a cliche, but it is. And mm. 
you know, spread teams. I, I respect the spread. I really do. But I'm not so sure that in high school, I don't know if all the teams that are running the spread should be running the spread. And what mm-hmm. do I mean by that? I mean, you know, does every high school team have the speed to run the spread? Let's be honest. No, they don't. Uh, does mm-hmm. every team have kids that can run block and run straight ahead? I feel you do if that's mm-hmm. that's what you teach. You know, uh, the basic fundamentals, it's, you know, you, you can't get away from it. So, but, uh, you know, when uh, it, it's just amazing to watch a film when you're dominating the line of scrimmage <laughs> and you're get our, our goal is 3.5 yards of carry. This year we averaged 9.8 a carry. Jeez. Did we blow? Yeah, it was it was something that was was, was really special to see, and it, and it really all starts with that blocking and it and it mm-hmm. that tack. So, but anyway, it's uh mm-hmm. it's not you know the old saying it's not rocket science, man. I I think we outthink ourselves. I really do. Um, something that i you know really tried to instill in our assistant coaches we can't outthink ourselves here i've seen it happen too many times um Mm -hmm. we had regional championship i we did a little bit of that we thought ourselves a little bit we went in 19 to 7 fourth quarter but you got to give credit to caldwell um you know they they didn't give up and uh we muffed a punt they got a short field and scored. And then with 50 seconds left, they scored a touchdown on us. But it bit us a little bit, just trying to maybe outthink ourselves a little bit, getting away from what uh, we had mm-hmm. done all year. Um, and, you know, but that's, hey, man, that's coaching. You know, you got to have those times and you got to grow from those times. So, and our kids are going to grow from those times. We, They've already started talking to me about, and, and this is the great thing. Our offseason last year was, the, the uh, quote, uh, bad teams, nobody leads. You know, we've all heard this. Good teams, the coaches lead. And then the great teams, the players lead. And mm-hmm. we, last year, uh, 2021 or uh, two, we had a good team. The coaches were doing all the leading. This year, we were a good team at the beginning. And then we became a great team when the players took off and they started leading with that. So, but yeah. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of good stuff, a lot of fun this year, and looking forward to definitely next year. That's fantastic, Coach. You got to, you got to roll in there. It's cool to hear you talk about the physicality, the tackling, the violence. Cause that's what I believe. I mean, I'm the same in the same yeah. deal. Uh, let's. I, mean, I remember Coach Rocco at Liberty used to talk about imposing your will on the other team, and yes. that's what football is: impose your will on the other team. It's a real thing, and you would be surprised at how many people do not believe in such a thing. I have had debates with people about they don't think that imposing your will on somebody else is a real thing. And, and I, of course, give them all these examples. You know, I can, you know, I, of course, I wrestled in high school, I coached wrestling for some. And to me, that's, that's that sport that's the ultimate one on one, you know. And I, I saw it more in wrestling than I did, but as a unit in football, if you talk about that, and we talk, it's great that you brought that up. We talk about imposing our will on 
other teams and our guys are always looking for that moment when that's happening. And what the great thing is they're coming off the field and they're saying, coach, we've got them where we want them coach. We've, you know, that's that moment. We've got to stick it to them. And I, you know, over the years, you'll be surprised. There are moments when teams don't realize that when teams don't understand, Hey, this is when we've got to stick the dagger in. And that's right. one of our things, you know, stick the dagger in them. Let's finish this. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it, it's it's a real thing, isn't it? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, and it's yeah. You're just trying to finish them because there's at some point in the game, it's going to go one way or the other. And if you impose your will, so to speak, then well, you know, what does that mean? It means that you're going to you know, just dig deeper and move that person from where they are to where you want them to be, yep. and there we go. You know, that's, that's how we do it. I think we talk a lot about you know, being relentless. You know, we, we just, we talk a lot about that and, you know, how do you get that? How do you, how, what is it that you get that? And it's talking it every day. And I tell you the hit of the year award, you'd be surprised who it went to on our team this year. It the went kick. to our, our quarterback quarterback. Okay. Went to our quarterback, and that's the mentality that we are instilling in them. And how does it happen? When we our sweep series, we get our quarterback out in front of our running back. Mm-hmm. Our quarterback is required to hit that sled as much as our offensive line is. Like our mm-hmm. receivers, everybody you know, gets the receivers and blocking drills and stuff. I don't know how many quarterbacks are in blocking drills, but at Eastern High School they don't miss a blocking drill ever. Mm-hmm. And I could have given him the hit of the year award on not just one, one of the hits he laid. Like he sent a kid flying, you know, four yards through the air. And, mm-hmm. and our quarterback's a sophomore. He weighs about 150 pounds, 155. Mm-hmm. He's about five foot eight, five foot nine. And that he loves it. He loves getting out in front of, of his, running backs and mm-hmm. blocking for him. And of course that was the philosophy we brought. Everybody's going to get a chance to carry the ball. We're not handing the ball off 30 times a game to one guy. Mm-hmm. We're spreading around. I've told you this before, even our tight end gets to carry the ball. Mm-hmm. Anybody eligible to carry the ball is going to do it, but you all have to block for each other. If you're not going to block, if you don't want to block, you're not going to carry. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, Imposing your will and being relentless. I think that every single guy on the team has got to be that, even your quarterback. And he proved it. He loves it. It, it. They feed off each other. You know, we got one of our guys was the state player of the year for Division Seven on defense. He ran an old acre. He was six foot four, 250 pounds. And here we are, you know, we've got our quarterback, you know, five, nine, 160. Um, he took that hit of the year away from a guy that absolutely is an assassin. Okay. Mm-hmm. He hit, hit of the year last year. He, you know, you look at his highlight film and it's just hit after hit. And our he, Brandon played Mike. He was a right guard. He was more happy that our quarterback got it, his buddy, than he was if he got it. Mm-hmm. So you know, when it goes through, it goes through your team like that, you're building that. Mm-hmm. And they trust you and you 
you've got that. That's your philosophy. That's your character. That's you're going to make teams quit. You know, you mm-hmm. and I, I've been there. We've had some teams where you, that's your philosophy, <laughs> but you just can't quite get them to be that type of team, you know? And, right. But yeah. It's awesome coach. Because well, yep. thank you for coming on this morning. I want to have to get over on here to work here in a minute, but it's good to see you, man. It's always good to see Coach Jackson, Coach Jackson on the podcast. Hey, again, I, I said it earlier. It's a great thing. Glad you're still doing what you're doing. And I know that with the extra administrative duties you've got, you, you're doing something I could never do. You know, I respect our administrators all over the country, not just my school and what you're doing. But, you know, I, I, I see their job and, and it's, it's a tough one. And, and to add that with being a head coach, you are a special person. I, I I just enjoy it. I enjoy that every day is not the same and I can go to the bathroom when I want to usually. <laughs> I don't have to wait for the, wait for the bell. And, right. and yeah. uh, I enjoy the administrative work because it's a people game and yeah. uh, I enjoy talking to people, obviously like yourself. Yeah. And uh, this is great coach. Well, and your yeah. wisdom is always appreciated. And I would love for you to send me some film via huddle. I want to, yeah. I would love to watch your stuff. Yes, sir. I definitely will do that. I uh, enjoy doing that. I'll send that out and I'll pro- I might wait till you know, get back from after Christmas and stuff, but yeah, That's I'll fine. definitely that up. Yep. Appreciate you coach. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See ya.